welcome to the How to HR podcast. I'm your host, Shona, founder and director of Lilac HR, where we help equestrian and country businesses to become brilliant employers. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and let's get cracking. Hello, my loves. This episode is a little bonus episode this week because how to HR is celebrating its first birthday. Can you believe we have done a whole year of podcasting? What the actual F? How have we got here? This is crazy. It feels like it kind of, it's one of those situations where it feels like five minutes ago, but also five years ago that we launched the podcast. I feel like this is just something that I've always done. Um, and I've thoroughly enjoyed every second. So what I thought we would do is take a little trip down memory lane, have a little look at what kinds of things we have covered on this fabulous podcast. So we started off with a little bit of an introduction into what HR is and the purpose of HR, which is, of course, to support your business to be compliant, create the dream team and make lots of money in your business, obviously. We also had our very first health and safety special with Jim from SST Um, and Jim loves doing his slots on the podcast. He's not been on for a little while because his business has just got too busy. He's just so busy helping people with their health and safety, Um, but I'm sure he will be back on again very, very soon. We then covered things like the top five things to do before you hire an employee. And I can tell you now off the top of my head, one of those things, if not the number one thing, is to get a contract of employment done. (laughs) I can't tell you how many contracts of employment I have drafted in the last year. In fact, I'm going to go and find out one moment. News just in. I have found it. So in the last year, in the last 12 months, I've written 34 contracts of employment holy Moses. And that doesn't even include all of the um, subcontractor agreements and things like that that I've supported clients with as well. Oh my goodness. So yes, make sure you have your contracts sorted. Contracts of employment are a legal requirement. It's not something you can just opt out of. If you're not, if you haven't got contracts in place for your employees, you are not compliant with the Employment Rights Act. So get your act together. There was also the huge debate. There was an awful lot of podcast episodes that we did on COVID, naturally, with it being um, in, I don't know, what feels like the gazillionth year of the pandemic. (laughs) We talked about whether or not you should make your staff get vaccinated. And the government shocked us all by telling us that they're going to force everybody in the NHS and in care settings to have vaccinated. a COVID vaccination, and then did a, a swift UE because that is absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't actually help anybody. Um, so really, the answer to that is don't worry about it. My my argument around that whole COVID vaccination thing is do you currently make your staff get a flu vaccination? How many of your staff do you know that have had a flu vaccination? Like None of us talk about it. I've never known the ins and outs of people's vaccination history as much as I did through COVID. It was absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, it's something that we've lived through. It's something that we've learned from. 
we've now got a whole new type of risk assessment in our business <laughs> to support you through COVID, just what everybody needs. <laughs> oh, such good fun. Um, and then in July, no, April, the dates are backwards on this. In April, I had my first guest on the podcast, who was Ellen Arkell from Fen Property Services. And we had a lovely chinwag about what it's like to be a woman in um, in a very male-dominated environment. Um, Fen Property Services are heating engineers and plumbers. So yeah, very male-dominated for Ellen. And what it's like to work with your partner as well, because my goodness, what an achievement. What an achievement. We, I'm pretty sure that was also the episode where we talked about employment being a bit like getting married. <laughs> and you have to go on a couple of dates with people, which is like your probationary period. <laughs> and then you decide if they're, um, if they're the one for you. Um, there was a lot of discussion last year about work-life balance, working from home. Oh, some really, really um, interesting things to try and think about, like, how do you keep people safe when they're working from home? Like at work, you can make sure that they're not going to trip over their laptop charger. You can't really do that at home. And are you liable if they trip themselves up on their laptop when they're working from home? What a legal mess COVID caused us. In May, we had the wonderful Julie Hunt from Face to Face Finance on the podcast. And she has, she's got just as many dodgy employee stories as I have. She ought to just work in HR, I think. Um, she's absolutely fantastic. Love Julie to pieces. I actually saw her recently at the um, FSB Awards in Newmarket, and we had such um, such a laugh. Even though we didn't get to spend much time together, we had a right good laugh. And we booked in for drinks again very soon because that's what we do. <laughs> we moved off COVID a little bit for a little while, and we talked about things like engagement and how you can actually keep your staff happy and working hard. And I think the lesson from that particular podcast was there's no sort of rule book to that. There isn't really like a playbook that you can follow that says this is what you have to do to make your staff happy because people are so different. People are so intrinsically different. Some people are really motivated by high salaries. Some people are really motivated by not having to pay for their lunches. Some people are really motivated by being able to take their dog to work. That would be a big thing for me, I know. Um, so engagement's a really interesting thing. And I really enjoy talking about the different pillars of engagement. And the model that I um, use with my clients is the engagement bridge, which was developed by Deborah Corey and her colleagues. And I love it because it shows how intrinsic engagement is, how it's not just reward. You can't just pay people more and then that gets them engaged it's so much more it's how you structure the job how you structure the environment people work in how you build the teams how people work like are they micromanaged are they not micromanaged are they good systems because how annoying is it when there's like a shit system that you have to work on all day every day I remember one job I had we didn't even have proper Microsoft Office we had like the Mickey Mouse version we didn't have proper outlook it looked like something that had been dragged out of 1992 it was absolutely horrific and i hated every second i was so happy when we upgraded to proper microsoft i was like oh my god how have we not had this for so long stuff like that there's so much to engagement so if you're interested in learning a bit more about engagement go and check out episode 13 and um, pillars of engagement because 
it's a really nice little insight. It's only a 20 minute episode, but it's a really nice little insight into what what are the building blocks of engaging your staff. Following on from that, actually, episode 14, wonderful episode, what you don't know about paying your staff. And the key point with this episode was that paying your staff or giving your staff pay increases can actually just be a massive waste of money because a pay rise is a bit like an Amazon delivery or, you know, any other retailer delivery, Um, not picking on Amazon. It's a bit like when you get delivery, right? You get excited because you know, you know, the tracking information is updated. You know, it's on its way. You know that you're going to get something. You should know what you're going to get because you ordered it. So it's not quite the same. But <laughs> the excitement that you get when that parcel's delivered and you've got to open it. And you're like, oh, this is my new thing. Some new scented candle or whatever it is you've ordered. Oh, lovely. Isn't that great? Oh, lovely. Nice new thing. Nice new and shiny. And you get that rush of um, dopamine. And then five minutes later, you're over it. You're like, oh, whatever. Scented candle. Don't give a shit. That is what pay increases are like. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't give your staff pay increases because with the national minimum wage going up and the cost of living going up, you do need to make sure that your salaries are competitive. But it's not all about that pay increase. So just bear that in mind. My second guest of 2021 was the wonderful Wendy Ferguson of Black Cat Residential. Wendy is just absolutely fab. She, she is basically just ab fab personified absolutely love her um and we talked all about how she's grown her business and she's grown her team she's actually recently just moved into a brand new premises with so much room it's like a bloody ballroom in there there's loads of room in there for her new team to be dancing around and expanding her team so that's super exciting stuff that was a really good episode with wendy really enjoyed talking to her about that one We covered grievances, we covered whistleblowing, we covered how to be a better manager, which is a really open question, is it? How do I be a better manager? Go and listen to episode 20, that's what you do. (laughs) We also talked, in episode 21, we talked about why you should be preparing your employees for their next role. And this is something I love talking about because people go, what? Why would I prepare my employee for a job that isn't there or for a job that they're going to have to go somewhere else to get? And the reason is engagement. If you can't offer an employee the development that they want, rather than let them sit there being really disengaged, really miserable, really bored, if you support them in that development, even if it means they leave your company, when you think about it, they're going to leave anyway if you can't offer them that next step. So if you have a sales assistant and they want to be a sales manager, you've not got a sales manager role. So what happens then is you do nothing and they sit, your sales assistant sits in that role for the next six months being pissed off, grumpy, not really excited about work. They're not really performing. It's all just a bit shit for everybody until they leave. Or you can say, okay, you want to be a sales manager. I can't give that job to you. But what I can do is train you and give you the knowledge. I can send you on courses. We can do all of this work to help you get there. The employee is engaged. The employee is happy. The employee is productive until the point that they leave. 
It's a no-brainer. When you think about how much money you could waste with an unproductive employee for six months, why would you not help train them? That's the gist of that episode, but go and listen to it if you want a little bit more detail on it. My most popular episode of all time, of the last 12 months, was How to HR with Sovereign Quarter Horses. And this, I mean, David and Sarah are some of my favourite people anyway. And an opportunity to talk about HR and horses sitting out in the sunshine, waiting on a barbecue, was pretty golden. Um, We talked about their journey from farming into teaching, coaching and breeding, um, breeding quarter horses. And we talked about employment in the equestrian industry, which is something that I'm super passionate about. Having worked in the equestrian industry myself, I think there's so much more we can do with that and so much, so much that can be offered in our industry that we don't make the most of because we don't know how to utilise our staff. So that's definitely one to go and listen to. Love David and Sarah to pieces. They're absolutely amazing. What else have we covered? We've covered sickness absence. That's an obvious one. Like we have to cover sickness absence because it's the biggest issue that my clients come across. Um, Fabulous flexible working we've covered as well. So flexible working is something that employees are entitled to request. Employees are entitled to request flexible working once every 12 months. And it's basically requesting a change to their working hours, their working pattern or their working location to help them pursue a better work-life balance. That's the whole point of it. So it doesn't have to be for childcare. It doesn't have to be for studying. It could just be, I want to go out riding my horse more, so I'd like to work less. Thank you. (laughs) But there's lots more, obviously, detailed in episode 25, all about flexible working. My next guest on the episode was Ethan Crown from Pedal. Um, He has a bike shop um, where you can get your bikes repaired. You can buy new bikes, you can buy parts. He is an absolute biking enthusiast. And it was really interesting to talk to him about the different benefits of cycling and how employers can team up with local bike shops, just like him, um, to provide their staff with extra benefits and have a happy healthy team is that not what we want and then after Ethan my next guest was the fabulous Liz Smith I love Liz Liz has got the kind of voice that I could literally listen to forever she's a little bit like David Attenborough in that sense her voice is just so lovely and I just love everything that she's about she's she's all about working with business owners to look after you. You're the, like you're the golden goose of your business, especially if you're a, a solopreneur, if you're a service provider. If you're out of action, you're not making money. So you've got to look after yourself. So we talked a lot about managing your mind, how you can remain emotionally resilient in difficult times. And it's just a wicked episode to listen to. She's just utterly fabulous. Love her to pieces. That's episode 31 if you want to go and check that out. We've covered redundancies. We've covered the winter plans with COVID and all the different changes to the furlough schemes and SSP rebate schemes and God knows what else. 
And then I had another guest. Oh, I had so many great guests. So many great guests. I kind of want to get them all on again because I love them so much. Um, episode 35 was talking about careers in the equestrian industry with Emma Dyer from Equine Careers. Again, Emma is just an utterly fabulous person. I've met her once in person when we were at Beta International in the summer. And it was just so much fun to meet her. I just, again, someone I could talk to all day because she knows we're on the same page about employment um, and engaging and employing people. And she's horsey. So, you know, always works. In episode 37, I went a little bit Game of Thronesy. Um, <laughs> and titled the episode, Who Will Take Your Iron Throne? Because it's all about succession planning. When you are building a business, when you're growing a team, you've got to think long term. You can't build a team and just think, I'm just going to get this person to do this job next week. You need to be thinking about the progression of people. Because generally speaking, most people want progression. They don't just want to sit doing the same thing day in and day out. The majority of people want to learn new things and they get satisfaction out of learning new things and developing their skills. So that means they're moving forward. And you need to have a bit of a trajectory for them to follow to enable them to move forward. So that episode is all about succession planning and how you can do that and what it all really means. Episode 39 was another fabulous guest who, do you know what? I haven't even met her in person. Carly O'Brien, what a woman. She has like three businesses on the go all of the time. The woman is always walking dogs, riding, doing horses, helping clients. She's absolutely crazy. She's a VA and she's a groom and a dog walker and is she's just, and she's a part-time riding instructor as well. She's just absolutely brilliant. Um, she's such good fun and bless her heart throughout the entire podcast episode. She'd got her two dogs play fighting on the bed behind her, just being absolute little monkeys. It was so funny. Bless her heart. You could see it was getting a really stressed, but she did so well to keep going through the whole thing. So hats off to you there, Carly. That was awesome. One of the topics that I have spoken about a lot over the last year, including in several um, mastermind sessions for business coaches is how to know when to employ your freelancers or if at all. Lots and lots of business owners reach the point where they've got so much to do that they know they need help but they don't know what that help looks like and the easiest thing that people think is I'll hire a VA, I'll just hire somebody who's a freelancer and I can pick them up and drop them when I want. But as we know, freelancers tend to be a little bit more expensive than hiring employees. So that whole podcast episode, and I might even do another one on it actually, because I've had some really good conversations with people recently um, talking about how do you even get to the, how do you even decide? How do you know what you want? What's going to work best for you? So I might do another episode on that, but that's a really good starting point if you're at the point where you think, oh, I've maybe got a few freelancers working for me. Should I employ them? Should I not? Or how does it, how does it all work? And um, so definitely, definitely go and check that out. And I think following on quite nicely from that was a, was a couple of episodes about probationary periods. So probationary periods it's something that you put in place at the start of someone's employment 
it's a little bit like the dating phase um, before you get married to somebody. It's where you just kind of get the feel of what they're like as a person, how they work, if they're well suited for the role. So there's a couple of episodes there that talk about how to make it successful and what to do if it's not successful. Because the whole point of probation is that you have a you have the opportunity to use an accelerated disciplinary process to sort performance problems out. And you generally have a reduced notice period in probation as well, so that you don't have that kind of um, obligation hanging over you. So that's episode 41 and episode 42. Really great to go and listen to if you are dealing with probation issues. As we came into December, I interviewed my very first international guest, which I was absolutely, I still am thrilled about. Catherine Matiski is a world-class leader in learning and development. She talks all about how you can unlock your inner genius. So it's not about learning styles as such. It's actually how you communicate with people. Her whole teaching is that you can be much more successful in building teams, building a business, and in teaching people in learning learning and development settings if you know how to communicate with different types of people, if you can use words that resonate with them more. So that's a really, really interesting, um, really interesting podcast episode to listen to. She was all the way from Australia, so the other side of the globe absolutely phenomenal just loved talking to her really 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 privileged to have her on and then we rounded off the year with another very very special guest my lovely husband Dan so Dan is the head of operations for a um, small business with about 50 odd employees or so um, in the manufacturing and construction industry and he has got, he's probably got more years of management experience than I have. And he is just, if I could clone him, and I know I'm biased because he's my husband, but like as from a work perspective, if you could clone him and just have your manager be just like Dan in every single business and every single department, it put me out of a job. <laughs> or at least my job would be very, very easy. Um, so we had a little chat all about your mindset, because that's something that we've both learned an awful lot about over the last 12 months. So definitely going to have a listen to that. It was really weird because it was the first podcast he'd ever done. He was a bit like, I don't know what this is all about. Um, and we were sat at home, it was over Christmas, and I was like, I'm going to record a podcast. Are you coming? Come on, let's go and do it. So I have to make some notes. We made some notes. And I said, right, this is what we're going to talk about. Um, it was really funny. It was really quite nice, actually. I'm trying to get him to, um, trying to convince him to come on and do another one. So go and have a listen to that. It's episode 46. Episode 47 was another guest. So that was the first um, episode of 2022. And I spoke to Ruth McKinley, who is a business coach up in Scotland. And she is so infectious with the way she talks and just the way she her passion for her business. She's just phenomenal. And one of the first times I met Ruth, she said that her friends describe and her clients described her as a punch wrapped in a hug. And I just loved that. And I always remember that about Ruth. I just think she's absolutely amazing. Um, so we talked all a little all about building your business and we went off on many tangents. We got right into it. 
it was a really good discussion. Really enjoyed it. And I've had, I mean, I'm not being funny, like 2022 has been full of amazing guests so far. Um, we had how to manage your money mindset with Tara Best. So Tara was my business coach um, at the beginning of 2021. I'd never worked with a business coach before. I didn't really know if it was something that I wanted or needed. Well, I knew I wanted it, but I didn't really know if it was something that I needed. And working with Tara really kind of made me see how my mindset is so important for everything in business. Um, and she's an absolute money mindset guru. So go and check her out most definitely. And in the last couple of months, you're probably already aware, but in the last couple of months, we had um, Amy and Chris from Social Cactus Coaching, who we also talked a lot about aligning your mindset and your business strategy. So again, very similar to the episode with Tara, but with a slightly different um, angle on it, I suppose. We have covered so many different things on this podcast from the guests that we've had on to holding disciplinary hearings to Blue Monday to absences to succession planning to employee engagement. It's been a journey and I can't wait to see what we end up talking about for the next year. I hope that we don't have too much drama to cover, um, but I've thoroughly enjoyed every single episode that we have recorded and I really hope that you guys have as well. I would really appreciate it if you could take just two minutes of your time and rate the podcast and if you've got time, leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to us on because that helps me get in front of more people. And the point of this podcast is to help small business owners, any business owner really, but predominantly small business owners who can't necessarily afford the full-time support of a HR consultant to get a little bit of a helping hand in managing their people. So please do rate it, review it, share it, um, definitely give us some shares on social media. I've loved doing these podcasts for you and I can't wait to do more. I'm super grateful for all of you listening in. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. If you love what you're hearing, then be sure to tell us on Facebook and Instagram at LilacHRLTD. Mm-hmm.